the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, today I had a nice long chat with Teresa Montoya. She is a woman of great faith. God has taken her on a long journey, kind of like the Israelites, round and around. But in the end, she has fully given and surrendered her life to God and certainly witnessed the miracles and the hands of God all along the way. I know that this will be a special treat for you. Teresa Montoya. My dad was a great guy. He wasn't a great dad, if Mm. that makes any sense at all. Mm. You know, everybody liked my dad. He had a a wonderful personality. He just wasn't a good dad. Yeah. You know? So So you're you're um, nannying with this family, mm -hmm. kind of living wild on the edge. Um, When does Christ come into the picture? Well, um... I had gone to church off and on, you know, through this time. My grandmother, um, she had been um, in Mormonism, and she was witness to and started going to a church. It's in Melbourne, Florida, called the Tabernacle Church. Um, Jamie Buckingham was the pastor there, and he used to be the editor of Charisma Magazine. Mm -hmm. And um, so she started going there and just had, I guess, a great salvation experience. And so she would bring, when she could get, a hold of us girls, she would bring us with her. And we were just horrified because we had only ever been to a Catholic or Methodist church. So there were people worshiping and mm-hmm. clapping. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, but I felt something. Beautiful. Right. I, I felt something. I don't know what it was I felt. And grandma couldn't really teach me because she was new to a, a fuller gospel type experience. Um, but I still was very drawn to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's when this back and forth with me and the Lord started at, at 17, I decided I was done with Florida. Um, I was going to hitchhike across the United States and that's how I made it to Kentucky. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hitchhike at 17. I mean, that would be really dangerous today. It, it was dangerous it then. Was. Mm-hmm. But but not so much back then. And, you know, I look back in hindsight and just see where God had um, nice people in the right places. They may not have all been Christian people, but nice people, you know. And so I made it to Kentucky and I met a guy and um, we ended up getting married. And um, when I got married is when I started thinking about the Lord again. Like, oh, I'm going to have a kid. Yeah. You know, I have to raise I have to raise this child right. And um, Kentucky was a culture shock compared to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my husband came from a, a kind of poor family. They're very country. Um, hey, very, hey, hey. Uh, um, I, I mean, like I had seen things I had never seen before. Like um, if like one brother got mad at another brother and they were drinking beer, one would pull a gun. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> did they have shoes on and did they have an outhouse? <laughs> and, uh, well, they had a well. I can tell you that. And all the sinks were, like, brown from the well water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
and they lived right on the river. <laughs> um, so I talked to my husband and I said, I don't know if I want to raise my daughter, you know, our, our child around this. I think I want to be back around my sisters and my grandma and maybe try again with my family. And he, he agreed and he knew he needed to get away from some of the influences. And so we loaded up our 64 Chevy pickup truck with as much as we could mm. talk about Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> <laughs> headed back to Florida and we lived there for 10 years. And okay. in that 10 year period, um, uh, my dad, um, had started a business. He was very successful. He hired my husband. My husband Your dad. worked for him. Your dad. My dad, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a contractor. And um So uh, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. So you and your dad reunited then? Well I wouldn't say reunited. Okay. Um we uh I wouldn't say reunited. We were never close. Okay. But but your but husband worked he, for him. He did. He, well he was well, my husband Yes. Yeah. And he knew my husband had um, the skills because he was a contractor he was looking for. So it, it worked out. Okay. And, um, um, and um, so he he worked for him and we got a nice little house over on the mainland. You know, I lived five doors down from my grandmother and um, it was it was just nice. And we ended up having three three little girls. And in that time, um, I had started going back to church and I got involved with the United Pentecostal church and, um, it, the fear, the, the, it's a fear-based faith and, um, the fear of the Lord, the fear of hell is what really brought me to a place. And I, I don't want to talk too bad about the United Pentecostal church, but for where I was at and the rebellion that I had in my life. Um, I think that it was good for me for mm -hmm, a period of mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. because when God released me from it, um, I started studying the Bible because there were things that just didn't make sense to me. Some of the doctrinal things. But you um, realized the fear of the Lord? Um, the fear of the Lord, but then I started um, realizing, well, I started studying the fear of the Lord and, met, and realized it didn't mean like to be awesomely afraid of him like like I was him. my dad it was a respect mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so as I started studying my Bible it really started opening up to me and um, I started reading Galatians and Galatians chapter 5 when it talks about there was a time you had need to be under the law but now grace has come in so I called my pastor and I'm like why are we doing these things <laughs> this is what the Bible says and he told me I was deceived of the devil and that my flesh just wanted to sin and I said, no, my flesh just wants to wear jeans without being told I'm going to help. That is all I want to do. And um, so God just slowly drew me out of that. Um, and uh, we ended up moving back um, up here to Kentucky. My husband's mom died. Okay. And he wanted to move back up here um, because she died without knowing our kids real well. And he wanted his dad to know our kids. But when we moved back up here, he started running with a lot of his old friends. Um and so within just a few months, we split up because I know I couldn't raise the girls like that. And um, I got so caught up at that point um, in just being a single mom and oh. rebellion. I ended up getting pregnant outside of marriage. Um, and so that I almost gave her up for adoption. Um but the Lord told me not to. Now, at this point, I had put God on the back burner because I was ashamed. It was like 
I did this. I should have worked harder on my marriage. I should have tried harder. I should not have um, um, slept with somebody outside of marriage. This is what I deserve, so I'm going to fix this. I'm not going to bug God with this because this is all my fault. So at this and, point, you're um, back in Kentucky. You have now yes. four daughters and yes. uh, a divorce, a baby boy, a, a baby boy <laughs> um, on the way. Oh, because... no, he came much later. Okay. I was much later. Um, this was when I was in my early 30s. Um, I ended up homeless. Um, I had to send the three girls back to stay with my sister in Florida while I was pregnant with my daughter, uh, my fourth daughter. Um, I worked up until my water broke, but by the time the girls got back, I had an apartment, I had it furnished, and they had a home to come home to. And I had saved up enough money to um, stay home with the baby so for a couple pulled, of months. So you pulled yourself out of homelessness, but were you a Christian at this point? Um, I I prayed when it was convenient. Like when things would get tough, I'd be like, hey, Lord, I hate to bother you, but and do you know... And that, that's my story, God's relentless pursuit and his mercy with me. Mm-hmm. Because I treated God like, um, I, I, like that, that's what his job was. He, this, is, this is your job. I'm your daughter, and I'm not doing right right now, but, but if you're my heavenly father, you're supposed to take care of me. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just I treated him badly. Um, and then as I would get more, as I got more involved in church, um, I'm, I, realized, I am amazed at how you continue to go back to God and back to God and back to God. And I what did. I'm, I'm trying I to always, figure out is when you fully surrendered to God, because it sounds uh, to me like it, that original church at least put God on the map. Planted for a you. Seed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Planted a seed and God answered my prayer. And I, and I always talk to God like I'm talking to you. I can remember one time walking down by the river and I'm like, why? Why is this happening to me? Why, why is my life like this? What is going on? But I had no discipleship. I didn't have anyone pouring into me or right. teaching me. All I had was what I could figure out on my own or even in the Pentecostal church. Well, if you don't wear a dress or you don't, you're going to hell. So it doesn't matter, you know, because <laughs> you don't dress right. You don't, you know, and, um, but I loved the worship in the United Pentecostal church. You know, isn't that the beauty of the body of Christ? I always want to make sure that I honor the body of Christ because it seems to me so creative and so diverse, all the different churches, because isn't that how we are? (laughs) You know, we're all so creative and, and some are artistic and some are serious and some. And it's interesting to see the different churches. Some of them have certain things that they're really good at. And, um, yeah. So, so they I taught you worship. worship. I think that's beautiful. Um, we worship wanna... and Bible study. Mm. That's great. That's worship great. and how to study my Bible and mm-hmm. a Strong's Concordance. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I just kind of floundered, you know. Um, I, I survived. Right. You know, I had to take care of my kids. And then I met my son's father. Uh-huh. Um, I was 32. Um, I had gone to school. Um to study law and realized I did not want to be a lawyer um, and went to school for um, our local detention center and administration. And um, that's where I met him. 
that okay. should have been my first. And my sister told me when I started working there. Was he a Christian? In the federal inmate program. Oh, no. But he looked like Toby Keith, and he came from a Christian <laughs> well, family. <laughs> and I, I know. And I thought I could change him. Mm. And my sister told me what she goes, oh, my gosh, you can't go to work there. She goes, you're going to marry an inmate. I'm like, no, I won't. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.